on a mother's day. Oh, oh. You alright? Oh. <laughs> you don't succeed. Dust yourself up and try again. You don't know that song. Try again. I, I can't try say it. I don't know that song. First, you don't see why you ain't singing. First, you don't see. You're supposed to see the background when I do. All right, so when I do it, first, right. you don't see. You're supposed to do the first, you don't see. You got to do the backup, John. All right, ready? No. I don't think I'm ready. Wait, all right, here come. Because you're putting me on the spot, bro. I'm going to fuck up every time. It's just around. It's just around. When I do the first, you don't see. Then you're supposed to come in with the background first, you don't see, right? First, you don't see. Don't see. And that's up try again. You can make it up, try again. Try again. World just spinning with the guys you never sleep. Oh, boys with a new flavor in your ear every week. We talk about any and everything, even out of space. Tune into the crew and fill your intellectual place with the what up, y'all. Welcome to Spinning Go All Out, keeping it real or lit. Season 2. Will on the mic, Harry on his right ear, your boy Ace in the place, cause boom goes a dynamite. What up, y'all? Welcome to Season 2, Episode 20 of Worlds Just Spinning. That's right. We back again to deliver you another podcast. Now, I know last week I might have said we'd be out on Friday, like our regularly scheduled time. Uh, but uh, this week it just didn't happen, man. We got very busy. Uh, if you don't know, the world's in the middle of a pandemic still. Uh, so we still really can't go outside. So you get kind of occupied, tied up, busy, and things happen with work. So... We should be coming out on a Sunday. Let's say Sunday. Beginning of the week. Start your week with Worlds Just Spinning. Because I think that's when we came out last week too. So, here we are. Ace, man. How you been? Man. I've been... I've been... Hold on. Good. Real quick before you start. My bad. Okay. In front of the mic, as always, you got Will. And then in front of me is my man Ace. It's your boy Ace. That's my boy Ace. Harry's not with us, <clears throat> but I promise you he's still part of the podcast. But like I said, the quarantine, you know, me and Ace see everybody. We see each other regularly at work. Harry doesn't. We're about to break that very soon. I hope uh, Harry will, you know, get back to us as we get a little bit more regular and some of the COVID-19 cases go down and we can start to intermingle and mix. We'll start to see a little bit more of Harry. But until then, you got us, man. Where's your spinning? Um, so... Ace, my bad, man. How you been? I didn't mean good. to cut you off. All good. Just want to make good. sure that I let the people know who they was talking to. Because, you know, sometimes they forget. It's been a while. It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. Ha. What I do podcast to listen to. But we back. Anyway, Ace, uh, talk to him. Yeah, man. Uh, I've been good, you know, you know, considering, you know, this the situation, you know, pandemic on top of. Yeah. Yeah, the damn near race war that we're in the middle of in mm-hmm. our, our country. And really now um the world right like because we we were we talked about this last week obviously on the podcast and um for for those of you who are tuning in right now uh if you didn't like last week's episode of the podcast you might not like this one either until then so you might want to fast forward a little bit but obviously uh there there are some topics going on in the world and, and directly in our country that directly affect me and ace and harry um that world's just spending refuses to uh ignore so we might talk about some race stuff today uh, and, and I apologize if, if that's not what you came here for, but I do promise we're going to talk about some regular topics today as we try to get back to more of a normal pod, uh, format, but 
best believe we're not going to ignore the situation that's going on in the world um, because we have feelings and this is our platform. And as I've stated before and always, uh, we're, we're here to talk about them and hopefully you're here to listen. And if not, fast forward to the funny stuff. It's coming, I promise. Or not funny. I don't really think we're that funny. But entertaining or what have you. Uh, it, the reason you were here before. Yes, it's content, and we're going to start to get back to that normal world's just spinning format. But I'm going to be honest, man. We usually talk about current events and issues. and This is a major current event. This is the most current event issue that in our lives that's super important right now. So we're going to talk about it. But anyway. So much bad. so, it's all good. That It's like I've been recently watching. And when I said, like I said, I've been good. I've been watching TV. And you know what? I have a, a fire stick, right? Yeah. And now... When I turn on my fire stick, it says at the top, uh, Black Lives Matter, like on the, on the thing that has like a black slide and it's, that's what it says. And then I go to Netflix and they have a whole collection of 42 plus movies, documentaries, TV shows and all that dedicated to trying to get people to understand or try to see what people are. Yeah. Of, yeah. They're trying to are, educate, man. It's interesting. So, you know, we, we could talk. Let's jump right in. I don't know if last week we didn't really talk about too many of the companies that were coming out to support Black Lives Matter. Did we jump into that last week? Uh, no, we didn't. If we, we didn't, didn't, we didn't get too heavy, right? Because, you know, over the past week, um, you know, things have been getting a little bit heavier. You know, companies are almost like taking sides. And I don't want to say taking sides, but they are taking sides, right? Because there are sides to this, right? And it's not white versus black, right? It's It's everybody versus racism. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and and the, everybody in this particular issue that that that's important um, are, are black people. Right. So we're, we're, it's, it's black lives versus racism for the most part. And, you know, the, those are the only two sides. And, and in case anybody was curious or they had blurred lines or a blurred image of what's going on. This isn't a fight of whites versus blacks or white black or blacks and Latinos versus blacks or minorities versus uh, the majority. Like, no, this is really just a fight of the people versus racism. That's it at its core. Right. So now that we got that out of the way, now that you can you can understand where I'm coming from. You understand? Uh, there's been a lot of uh, companies coming out you know, over the past two weeks now. And, and showing their support of Black Lives Matter. And when it first started, right, I didn't know how to feel about it. Because, in a sense, it's almost like, is this a cop-out, right? Like, when when some of the first companies started saying, you know, you PlayStation and Xbox and Microsoft, which is Xbox, but they, they released two different statements, right? You know, and, um, you know, you, you had, like, Amazon and a couple other companies, like, big ones, and, you know, NFL, NBA, and blah, blah, blah. And we could talk about the NFL for days, how they said they support Black Lives Matter, but they let Colin Kaepernick get blackballed out of football. And I know how people feel about that, but we're not going to dig deep into that because Harry's not here for that conversation. And that's a conversation that he would be mad if I had without him because uh, I know he has strong feelings about that in the right sense in my mind, but there could be two sides to that coin, right? But anyway, um, a lot of these companies came out and, you know, they released statements on Twitter and, you know, commercials and, you know, they Black Lives Matter to them and, that's awesome. You know, it's good to, as a black man, it's good to see that the company that I support has my back, right? But the other side of it is, right, as a just a human and, and a paranoid human, because all humans are paranoid by uh, by default, right? You know, like if you've seen one little bit of some shit, you know, in your mind now, that shit just comes up, right? Like negativity just happens. And it's, is this company just saying this? You know, so I'll buy more of their product. Right. Or are they just saying? Are they saying it because they mean it? And then Ben and Jerry's happened. 
And I don't know if you read Ben and Jerry's statement. No, I did not read Ben and Jerry's <laughs> statement. Uh, maybe I have. Is so this... Ben and Jerry's like, so all these companies are coming out saying, hey, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. And then Ben and Jerry's kind of released a statement like, hey, Black Lives motherfucking matter. Y'all need to get y'all shit together. Like Ben and Jerry's came out and Ben and Jerry was riding, riding hard for black folks. You know what I'm saying? Like they came out and was like, nah, fuck what you heard. Ben and Jerry's is for the black folk. You know what I mean? Like I will buy their expensive ass ice cream for fucking ever now. Fuck what you heard. Fuck Briars. <laughs> fuck Turkey Hill. I'm going to spend some extra coin on some motherfucking Ben and Jerry's because they've been riding. Ben and Jerry's been at protests, damn near getting arrested. Ben and Jerry's been online, not fucking quiet about how black lives matter. And I'm like, yo, Ben and Jerry's is fucking ride or die. And now I fucking get it, right? Like, Ben and Jerry's made me change my mind. There was no longer paranoia. Ben and Jerry's didn't have to ride that hard for black folks just to get black folks to buy Ben and Jerry's. Nah, we was buying Ben and Jerry's anyway. But then they started riding, and it's like, yo, I'm definitely buying more Ben and Jerry's than I was before. You see what I mean? Like, because they yeah, were going I got in, you. I got like, you. And if, I'm not going to quote the Ben and Jerry's statement here on the pod, because I want you to be able to read it. Like, I'm not going to read it, because Ben and Jerry's deserves the hit on their Twitter for you to go and read their statement. You understand what I'm saying? I did. So, it. I'm I not going to discredit them and what they did. You should follow Ben and Jerry's on Twitter. You should go and read their, their Twitter post in support of Black Lives Matter for sure if you want to know what they say. But just know they're a fucking ally for life. They invited to the cookout. Like, they riding. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, like, so, like, and that, that kind of took me, right? Now, is then, that how you feel about Nike as well? Nike. So, Nike's been riding that. We already knew Nike was riding for us when they backed Colin Kaepernick, right? Like, they never stopped paying Colin Kaepernick his endorsement, even though he wasn't playing sports anymore. Then they took him as a spokesperson. They released commercials. They upset white people by saying we were like, well, not all white people, but the people who didn't support Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. They upset them folks by saying like, hey, we're going to keep supporting Colin Kaepernick and what he stood for, and we don't care. Like, they, been, Nike been an ally. They Nike was Nike was invited to the cookout, and then we started having the cookout at Nike's house. You feel me? Like, they've been, they been a rider. Like, I'll never stop supporting Nike. And now I never stop supporting Ben and Jerry's because they putting in work. Now let's talk about another ally who's kind of coming to play, and let's talk about NASCAR, right? So all the major sports oh, yeah, came I out do. and said, "Hey, remember that. we support Black Lives Matter." You feel me? So then NASCAR um, over the past this course week, so uh, what's his name? Bubba Wallace, right? Bubba Wallace is probably, um, and I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure his name Bubba Wallace. I don't we, know. I'm black. Man. Uh, we don't watch. I, we don't really watch NASCAR. I don't watch NASCAR that here's much. Here's the point, right? So like <laughs> every once in a while. I, I watch a couple. I watch a couple laps, but really, it's just a dude driving and turning left, like you know what I mean, for two hundred laps. Like, okay, that's interesting, kind of, because there's there's some tactic NASCAR. I ain't gonna downplay NASCAR. There's some tact to it, mm-hmm. like it makes sense, but it, it can get boring, right? Because you're really just watching a lot of the same stuff over and over. But um, if you don't know the strategy, this is like any black game, driver any sport. If you don't know, said, yeah, right, right. There's a black driver who said, "I support Black Lives Matter." Like, yo, that's me. And then he decided. I'm going to ride my Black Lives Matter car. Like, he got a black hashtag Black Lives Matter car. He rode that this past Wednesday, actually. And um, it was a dope-looking fucking car. Like, hey, I get the little fucking Hot Wheels version of that car. The car was fucking sick-looking. Black Lives Matter all over the sides and back of it. That shit was tough. And, you know, it's crazy, though, because he's making that statement, right? And he, Bubba is probably one of the only black folks that we know that's driving a NASCAR, right? Like, he's probably, he's a small percentage of NASCAR drivers are black. Maybe 5%. I might be stretching 5%. It could be three, right? And, you know, people who watch NASCAR, their target audience, probably about 15 to 20% black, right? You know what I mean? So what NASCAR did this past week um, is they banned the the Confederate flag. 
You can't have yeah, it on I saw your car. That. And I read you that. You can't fly it. And I heard that. You're not going to wave it. And there was a big outrage about it, right? But NASCAR was like, nah, enough's enough. Like, that flag doesn't represent what we represent. Um, so we don't want to see it. Like, they, they've attach negativity to the confederate flag which a lot of people do and they should because to me it's it's a pretty negative flag you know what i mean like what where's the significance in the confederate flag besides rallying for the south who lost in the civil war who really were fighting a war to keep slaves like you know what i mean like and and to prevent the free world so and that's not all the south was for but you know that's a big part of it you know what i mean um so you know they're like hey get rid of the confederate flag we don't want it at our events anymore we don't want it as part of our our sport anymore like that's not what we stand for and that's crazy to me as a company and this is why i arrived for nascar right now is because you're doing something that supports not naturally like obviously it supports a lot of people like a lot of people are uncomfortable with the confederate flag but a lot of black folk are super uncomfortable with the confederate flag and i'm gonna tell a story in a second but before that they are supporting a movement that actually only affects probably sub 20% of their actual target audience, right? Like maybe 20% of the people who watch NASCAR are black, maybe. And that's a stretch, right? So they're risking upsetting 80% of their target audience and they still did it, right? Like they just didn't give a fuck. They're like, we're just going to do it because it's right. That's a company that wasn't doing it for views. They didn't do that because more <coughs> black people were going to watch NASCAR. Now, more black people probably watched NASCAR on Wednesday when we rode, when they rode that Black Lives Matter card than probably ever before. And kudos to them. They deserve those extra ratings, right? Because they put out a Black Lives Matter card, and we wanted to see that. We wanted to see us represented in a sport that we don't normally watch, and that's good. And if they got a couple extra people interested, solid. But they didn't get rid of the Confederate flag to pull in black people to NASCAR. That's not what they did. They did it because it was right. And their eyes. And it's right in general. It's right to me as well. Like, I, I support what they did. Um, I'm still not going to go out there and just be watching NASCAR willy-nilly. But I might watch it a little bit more. You know, I might make some time for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to go to events too goddamn hot unless they put some shade and I can watch that bitch indoors up top with some binoculars or something. Um, and, and air conditioning. And maybe a water ice. But I love what they did. Like, you know what I mean? That was a big statement and that made a lot of sense now i said i was gonna go back to the story and my bad i'm talking up all the time ace uh but you know i i just want to i want to talk to people about something like so like a lot of people don't think the confederate flag is that important and and i want to see if this this resonates with you a little bit but growing up as a kid um and i'm 30 plus you're 30 plus growing up as a kid you know uh you know we both grew up with grandparents and one of my, my grandpops from the South, like he Mine from too. Elmira, Georgia, like he from the dirty South. One of the things, you know, he didn't like was the Confederate flag. And one of the things <coughs> he taught me is that it was a negative thing. So as a kid, I feared the Confederate flag. Like I, when we went trick or treating, if somebody had a Confederate flag outside their house, I would immediately just avoid that house mm-hmm. because I figured trouble was there for me because I was black. And I don't know if you had that same appeal, but bro. I did. I mean, we, honestly, we what, as kids, I'm yeah. sorry. No, go ahead, we, go ahead. As kids, we avoided the Confederate flag. You know what I mean? Like we I saw that as mean. a threat. Like that was threatening. Like the Confederate flag was scary to me as a kid. Cause I thought I could get shot. Like, and that's, that's kid logic, but is it, you know what it, I mean? No, I feel like it isn't kid, kid logic because of the fact that at, at that young age, we knew the meaning behind that flag and what that flag was actually representing. And that's the reason why 
when you see it, it's like, all right, we're we're automatically under the pressure, or at least I was under the impression that that person hates the way I look. And that's why they're flying that flag. Agreed. And that's why they're flying it out front of their house because they want me to see that and not go there. Agreed. Agreed. And and like so I associated the Confederate flag with racism. 100%. You may not have been a racist flying the Confederate flag. Maybe you were just super about the South and you just couldn't get out of the past. But I associated it with racism. If my ball would have fallen to your yard as a kid and you had a Confederate flag out front of your house, that's your ball now. Because I'm afraid to go and get it. Because I, was, I had fear that I would get shot or attacked or cussed. Like, it, that was just my fear. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and... And that came from obviously my upbringing, but like, why was that a thing? Like, is, was that an irrational fear? I don't think so. Well, I feel like in terms of that, I don't think it's an irrational fear either because of what you've seen and what you were told at yeah. that age. You and were what taught you experienced. That. And not only that, I do remember being taught that the, the Confederate flag was once was to me taught to go with slavery. Like mm-hmm. the two things went together. So if you don't like slavery, you don't like the Confederate flag. If yeah. you do like slavery, you do like the Confederate, Confederate flag. flag. Absolutely. And I just, since I knew my, the most, the most slaves were black and now the ones that we're talking about in America, majority of the ones that we are talking about, the ones that we're talking about now are black. There were other slaves, but the ones we're talking about now. When were we black. reference slaves, we're yeah. talking about black slaves. The slaves Absolutely. that we're talking about that were combined with that Confederate flag were black. Correct. And so I'm black. They like slaves. I don't want to be a slave. I didn't like what he, the stories I heard about what the slaves were. Now, granted, you talk to someone from the islands. And they respect the slaves because of the the strength behind being a slave and what they did about breaking out of their slave chains in the islands. Mm -hmm. Like I talked to my dad about it and they were taught that they were taught the history of slaves as a good thing in terms of the power that they had in terms of fighting for breaking the slaves. They they killed a lot of slave overs. There was actually a civil war in the islands where the slaves won. And yep. that's what inspired a lot of the ones up here. And essentially, what my dad told me is that a lot of the ones that made trouble up here, they sent down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, West Indian slavery is way different than American slavery. Yeah. Um, because they, they and, and obviously, smaller environment, a lot more, like, you know, better communication. You don't have to go full states in order to communicate with other slaves and break right. away and you know like it, it, it was different right like because they couldn't divide and conquer there yeah you couldn't divide and conquer when it came to west indian slaves because they were way too close together and what happened they rose up exactly. and they overthrew right and it's it's similar to what happened with american slavery right we started to establish communication with each other people started to escape and make it and then we started to congregate and we started to rise up and we started to get support and allies and then when we became a group we we started something big, right? And and then it was like, well, we don't want a full slave revolt. Well, let's go ahead and abolish it, right? Like at some point, there were people who supported us enough that were like, hey, that's crazy, man. Like we can't have slaves because they might rise up and go crazy, and then we all fucked, right? So right. let me join the winning side. Now that might not have been how it went, but that's pretty much how it went, right? Like let's choose the winning side before. We're on the losing side. You know what I mean? 
Um, that's my take on slavery. That's, that's how well, we well, I, I, I wasn't 100%. So the North as an ally, right? So the Northern states didn't really truly believe in slavery. Not all of them, right? Like most of those states came from people who didn't believe in the same thing that the South. Well, was they did right? have slaves in... See, my thing is, from my understanding with the, the whole the Civil War was not necessarily about ending slaves because of the slaves, Correct. but it was more about ending slavery because of the fact that they wouldn't be able to, they couldn't keep run their factories if there was slavery because they could do the work for free where they're building all this stuff. There's not going to be anyone to buy the yeah, product. It was, you got to let was, those free, slaves kind of buy the product. Join the winning side. It was, it was, we're starting to lose slaves anyway. They're about to revolt and rise up against the South. What happens after they rise up against the South? They're just going to keep coming North, right? Because, they're going to look at the whole white man as entirety as an enemy. And then, like, you know, we also, we don't have, you know, that, that free labor is going to put us out of business at some point. Like, it started to become. Yeah, I'm looking at it from a capitalist perspective. Yeah, it, it started to become not profitable. Right. And, you know, it, it's different now when you introduce a, a culture where they can earn money, but they can't earn as much money. Right. Right. So then they have to start buying things from us. So now you've boosted your economy by freeing slaves, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, like the free labor thing changed. So it's like now nah, let's pay you lower wages than everybody else because you have less worth, and then we'll charge you more for certain things. We'll make you struggle, so you still have to work for us because you need money to get by. And now we boosted economy. That's a deeper, darker thing we don't need to talk about right now because it's not what I want to get on. Right. I want to go back to companies really quickly because we're talking about companies. Um, and businesses that support Black Lives Matter. Now, uh, a couple days ago, Starbucks released a statement. Don't forget. Yeah, but Starbucks released a statement, right? Mm-hmm. And Starbucks said, we don't want our employees wearing any Black Lives Matter gear, like at work. T-shirts, pens, hats, none of that. That was two days ago. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was two days ago. You know what they said the next day? Hold on. Wasn't isn't Starbucks the same one that had the incident with the two black dudes that the they two called the cops on? Who they called the cops on? Who were and using then, Wi-Fi in their shop and like you know just regular customers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they had to go retrain their staff. Isn't that what they had the whole yes, retraining they had thing to of it? Retrain their staff uh, on how to accept and treat people of a different race, right? Like, yeah, all of their staff. It wasn't just that. No, they the, shut that down Starbucks. all Starbucks for a day mm-hmm. to retrain their staff on how to treat black people and minorities. And then they came out and said, "This it had to be yesterday. It was either yesterday or two days ago, whatever. Um, we don't want any of our employees wearing any Black Lives Matter gear uh, at their, at our, at, you know, at Starbucks, right? Um, I guess they're, you know, in their mind, they were trying to keep politics out of the workplace, right? Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to force the propaganda that we've already been forced. This Now, here's the thing. We've grown up with a different propaganda that now people have, because it's been shoved in our face so much, it's been accepted as the norm. Yeah. But the whole, and I don't want to bring the whole race thing into it, but the white privilege thing has actually been the propaganda that's been shoved in everyone's face. Throughout the throughout history of America, and that is the reason why it's taken as the norm. So, to do the same thing, I don't see why that would be. So, I, and and that's my thing. Like, I don't. It, it's a it's a coffee shop, right? Coffee shops are typically good for three things: um, the coffee, 
uh, a place to gather and study or a place to have pretty good conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Is Black Lives Matter not a great conversation starter? Why wouldn't you want that in your workplace? Also, as a company who just had problems with black people a year prior, you would think you should go out of your way to support Black Lives Matter to maybe try and bring back some of those customers that you lost last year. You know, maybe try and make a power move to get some of the black populace back. So, Starbucks said that yesterday. What do you think they said this morning? I don't know. Tell me. Uh, yeah, we um, we might have made a rash decision. Uh, we actually support Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, we will continue to allow all of our employees to uh, wear any Black Lives Matter uh, gear that they choose. So they just they just they took it all back. So I'm they wondering, pulled a 180. They hit reverse. So I'm wondering if it was because of the fact that the original the owner of the company said, "Oh, I don't want you saying that," or because the CEO took the, the made the decision not to do that, and then the owner said, "Well, what are you doing? Yo, that's not that's not the right thing." Because from what I understand. Evelyn had did uh, like her report on it. The reason why the guy started Starbucks is because he wanted a hangout place that wasn't a club or um, a, a bar for his children to hang out and be safe. Mm-hmm. That was essentially what he, he uh, apparently is what Starbucks Bucks was based off of. Mm-hmm. So, I'm assuming was any of that got to do with? No, I'm assuming that's why he probably the person who started it probably went to the person who was running the company and say, you need to not do that. That's what I'm saying. If I went to work tomorrow wearing a black lives matter pen on my shirt and they tried to send me home, you know what I would do? I would quit because that's not a company that supports me or my beliefs, or that's even, even taking it a step back. That's a company that doesn't support my ability to have an opinion and I won't work for a company that doesn't allow me to have an opinion. I'm allowed to have that. I'm a human being. Yeah. You check everything at the door when you work and you clock in, but I'm wearing a pen to show support for something that I believe in that directly affects me as a human being. Okay. So how does that go to what I was, what I was saying? No, I'm just saying. In oh, general. Okay. No, okay. No, no, I'm just saying. I didn't know if it was it was a, is a rebuttal no, no, to what. No, no, no. They weren't connected. I'm just saying. In general, for me, Starbucks is fucking canceled. They were. I already didn't really like Starbucks. I even, yeah, I don't even. Fuck, I mean, excuse my language. I don't even bang with Starbucks like that anyway. In my opinion, most Starbucks burn their fucking coffee. They do. They so, tell you that. I was, you remember the the one girl, uh, Rebecca? Well, she with names, bro. You trying to get her fired? Or she don't work for Starbucks? No, she don't work for Starbucks. Oh, right, she yeah, hasn't yeah, worked yeah. for Starbucks for years. Game drop. All right, go for it. But bet. she told us. No, nah, I don't know who Rebecca that is. They, she, you, if I, you'll remember if I okay, okay, tell you okay, afterwards. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but she told us that they burned their coffee on purpose because that's Gross. what gave it the flavor. Yeah, no. The burnt coffee is disgusting. Uh, I'll, I will take my business to Dunkin'. I'll take my business to the Saxby's. I'll take my business to, to Panera Bread uh, before I go to a Starbucks. And at, even now, if someone's like, yo, you want a coffee? I'm like, yeah, where are you getting it from? Starbucks. No, I'm good. Mm. Like, I'm that petty now. Like, I, I won't even let somebody else buy me a coffee from Starbucks no more. Right. Because, like, here's the thing. If they would have said, yo, you're not allowed to wear Black Lives Matter stuff at work. And they stood by it. I wouldn't have bought from them anymore. 
But I maybe would have supported them still in the sense of, yo, you want coffee? I'm going to Starbucks. Yeah, give me a cold brew, black. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still would have at least accepted a coffee from Starbucks. The problem is trying to pull a full 180 a day later. Nah, like you lost all my support. Like, don't backtrack. If you want to make a statement, stand by it. At least, at least then I know you're real. But when you backtrack, now what are you doing? Well, now you're pandering, and I don't want that. Like, I can't support that. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, yo, we don't want you wearing Black Lives Matter stuff at our job. And then black people was like, all right, what well the fuck you then, Starbucks? We done with you. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. We want you back. Like, please, like, you can do whatever you want. Now nah, get the fuck out of here. You so canceled. we still canceling H&M? H&M, I haven't shopped in H&M in years. Okay. After everything that they got busted up anyway uh, from where I was at. Yeah, but I haven't fucked with them in years after everything that went down with them. I just, that should. Are we canceling also the companies that supported the Trump campaign? No, and no. Because, yes. Because of what he stands for. But that's different. Well, because the thing is, if you're essentially, if you purchase from there. You're supporting You're Trump. Giving the- sure. You know how much money that we have bought and, <laughs> and things that we have paid money to that we don't know of that is supported really terrible shit? A whole bunch of it. But this what about just, the ones that you do know? Would these you support are just the ones that you things do that we know? No. Like and whatever. Like, think about we we're gonna boycott Taco Bell and Starbucks or Taco Bell and uh uh McDonald's and Wendy's. I like, mean, I forgot that I already had to <laughs> then, and, and but like here's my problem though is Think about that. Like, if we start boycotting Taco Bell and Wendy's, right, where do a lot of people who are, are a little more poverty and getting their first jobs or looking for a job in hard on times, like, they usually work in those food industries. Like, I'm not going to take money away from them. Like, sure, my money doesn't directly go to them, but the more we stop working with her, the, le- the less jobs are created for those people. So I see where a, you're coming from, Annette. In a sense, like, like now, Starbucks... Could probably create other avenues. Starbucks ain't going to miss my money. I know people are still going to go to Starbucks. But there's a lot of people who are like, oh, well, I'm not doing any Same of these with those other companies. You're right. But, like, I barely go to those companies already. You well, see I what I'm did. Saying? That's the reason. Because you know how I was with Chick-fil-A, bro. Yeah. You, you know how I Chick-fil-A? was with... Uh, yeah, I'm going to stop. I stopped. As soon as I found that out, I was done. Yeah. And then... Taco Bell, I kind of forgot. I mean, Chick Fil A has been questionable for a very long time with some of their beliefs, man. The, the, they, they had to, they, they're fighting against gay community. Honestly, they're I didn't even know Trump. about that until after this. Oh man, they they have when not it, when, been about they they have not liked gay people for since gay people were invented, man. So the dawn of creation. <laughs> so like they've really just like Chick Fil A has just been a terrible company when it came to that. Like they treat their employees well, they just don't like gay people. And they really love Trump, apparently. But, like, all these... Yeah, these companies are going to support Trump because he's giving them money. Like, he he's helping them do, like, succeed. Like, of course they're going to support that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they, they want to make money. Like, so they're going to support the guy who's going to help them make money. Like, it, it makes sense to me, right? Well, not I was all of them are, though. Yeah, you're right. The, the ones that are... Like, there are some people with morals. Like, you know what I mean? Like, out there. But, like, hey, look, it is what it is. If you're a Republican, you're a Republican. I ain't going to hate on you for that. But they, I mean, they, the, being a Republican doesn't mean you have to believe in everything that that party's doing. Like, that, that that's the size yeah, of the but point. They what could, I'm, they, like, some of those people could have just been like, we'll support the Trump administration because he's the Republican candidate. Like, you know what I mean? Some of those, like, some of those funds came from that. 
It's just like, are you going to only support black-owned businesses now going forward for, like, shit you buy? If, we, if I could, but it's very difficult right you now. You will if you can. Because there's none that I know of. Right. And That's the only reason there's why. There's tons of lists out there, by the way, and I encourage you to look into some of that stuff, and I will if I can, but... Because I would definitely do it 100%. Like, it, for instance, like, if there was a hair care product that you used and you found out it wasn't a black-owned business, would you switch your hair care product to a black-owned business? If there, if there was a black-owned business hair care product that I could get, yes. Okay. Why change now? Because I'm sup- I'm trying to su- help support so the black community. You're part of the change now to help support the black community. Appreciate you. Got you. Fuck with it. I'm not questioning your morals. No, I'm, I'm saying to, in terms of like... I'm just trying to get that answer out of you as a black man. Like, why are you suddenly changing who you're buying your things from? And you answered that question because you want to support the black community. And that's a great answer because that shows progress and change, right? Like, we need to keep changing the things that we do, right? We need to stop uh, stop promoting things that support white. Now, I found out that some of my hair care products that I thought were black-owned companies are not, right? Like, there's a lot of black higher-ups in there, but they're not black-owned companies. Am I going to switch my hair care products? Not all of them. Not all of them. Am I going to switch some of them? Yeah. Do I buy a lot more of my clothing now from, like, black-owned companies? Yup. Like, do I have an app on my phone that literally shows me a shit ton of black-owned companies from different categories and where I can buy them from? Yup. Did I just download that app a week and a half ago? Yup. Why? Because I want to change. I want to be different. I want to help support this change. Every little thing that you do supports it. It's not posing. It's not acting. And some people need to hear this, right? Because some people think if I start supporting black people right now, I'll get looked at funny. Well, I'll get looked at like I'm just jumping on a bandwagon. Let me tell you something, baby. This is the best bandwagon you could ever jump on. If there was ever a time to jump on a bandwagon, black people is the bandwagon to jump on right now. We want you. This is the best. This this is one of the only times that jumping on a bandwagon will never be frowned upon. You feel me? You picking up what I'm putting down? I'm picking up what you're putting down. And I also do want to throw out there that the only reason why I brought that up is because of the fact that I've looked at a couple of different things, not me, not just one thing, but like there's a couple of different things I heard, read, and saw that shows that different communities circulate their money through their businesses for a while before it goes to other businesses. Now, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that I would not still go shop at other owned businesses. It just means that I'm going to go to the black one first as much as I can before I go to the next one. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. And I, I love it, man. I just like, don't want to make sure. I just want to say this and clarify this for those. Like, I want people to hear that I uh, encourage you to go circulate in the black communities. And then still, you can still buy other stuff. I'm not saying, oh, I'm not going to buy here. I'm not going to buy any of that right. because of the fact that it's not. No, it's just that I'm trying to help elevate, let it circulate here, build them up, help them build up, and then go build up some other ones. Yeah. It's, if, you're, if, if I can, I will support a black owned or a minority owned business always like I, I would have done it before if it was visible to me. You know what I mean? Like if I walked in, if you walked into a bazaar, now this is crazy because we don't have bazaars, right? Like if, if That's I walked, bizarre that we don't have, bazaars. if I walked downtown and seen a bunch of storefronts or shops, right. And I needed to buy, you know, you needed to buy bread. There was two bakeries right in front of you. One of the bakers was black. One of the bakers is white. Which one are you going to? 
The black one. Of course, me too. And if you were a white guy, you would probably go to the white one, mm-hmm. right? And that's just a level of comfort. That's not racist. That's not privilege. That's just going to do what's comfortable, right? I mean, unless you tasted the bread before. Now, if you, I'm joking, I'm joking. Now, I'm joking. <laughs> now, hold on, hold on. Now, if you tasted both breads, black man or white man. So let's say it's black men. We tasted both breads. White man bread tastes way better. Mm-hmm. And we still went to the black guy. All right, now you're just being crazy. You're being a little, you, 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 that's a little bit racist, right? No, and as a white no, man. No, no, now here's the thing. I'm not going to say that's racist because the, the just the same way, like I said before, uh-huh. actually, um, a lot of the communities, even though it might be worse, they will spend it in their community first well, because it helps their people. Let me finish my statement. Oh, okay. I'm so, about to say. So, no, I'm about to finish <laughs> Right? And as a white man, if you tasted both breads, black man had better bread, like way better bread, and then you went and bought the white bread. Yeah, that's a little bit racist. So in my sense, the thing I'm going to do is, <laughs> if I wanted to support the black man and his nasty ass bread, <laughs> but I want good bread, I'm going to buy both. Okay? Exactly. Okay. I'm going to buy that nasty bread. And I'm going to either donate it, give it to somebody who, who needs it, or I'm going to feed it to the birds at the park because that's where that nasty-ass bread belongs, and then I'm going to enjoy my white man bread. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to buy you. You got to also help my mans out, though. Because those people might not. And then I'm going to tell them it's nasty. Yeah, because you ain't going to buy bread stay nasty. Hey, listen, man. Bread a little bit nasty, dog. I don't know what kind of grains you're using in this. But you need to uh, step step your grain game up. I don't know what kind of gra- Maybe you need to talk to this white man over there. I don't know what kind of- Or maybe you need to talk to the black man. I don't know what kind of grains he's using, but his grains is nice, bro. You need to. Like, I'm, I'm going to try and help you out, but I'm going to buy both. I'm going to buy this nasty shit, but I'm going to let you know it's nasty. You need to fix this. So next week when I come around, I got better bread, and I'm just going to buy from you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm help you get better. I'm going to buy both. But, it, like, it, it's just, if it's if it's visible to you, you will always go and support the black. Like, everybody wants to support. Everyone should want to support the underdog. And in this sense, if you own a business and you're a black or a minority Compared to the white man, you're you're the underdog always. Like that's just how that's part of white privilege, right? Like, um, a, a part of white privilege is you're you're never truly the underdog in that sense, right? In that sense, and that, you, as a white person, you can be the underdog. Relax at home, um, but I'm just saying, like, if 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 two people were to open, you trying to take that too, so let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if two people were to open up a business, any business, let's say I was opening a. Um, uh, 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 a financial advisory or an accounting firm, right? If I open an all-black accounting firm and at the same exact time there was an all-white accounting firm that opened up, who you think is getting more business if we opened up in in downtown in the city? In downtown in what's like Philadelphia city? Anywhere. A suburb. Or, or let's say a suburb. I mean, a suburb is going to be whatever the majority of that people is in that area. Right. Which is usually white in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. So the white man's gonna get better business. Yeah. Then let's go to the city. You know who's probably still gonna do better business? Yeah. So like, if you go to a area where there were predominantly black people, now if I went to a black community like and Atlanta. I opened up <laughs> and I opened up a a black owned accounting firm and across the street there was a white owned accounting firm, there you go. I'll probably do better. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, but like, you know, like that's just the, that's the situational uh, of your environment, but how many more, like how much harder is it going to be? That's what I'm saying. Because of the fact that we're looked at as a minority in terms of a lot of the different areas that you're in Mm -hmm. and most of the areas that you would want to establish yourself at, you would technically be the minority Mm -hmm. and therefore 
that's the reason why they'd be more successful because they have more areas to be successful yeah. in. We only have s- spots that we're placed in and we migrated to. We migrated to those spots because we didn't like the races that we had to face in the spots that we were. Yeah, so now, we granted, hmm? Yeah, so we left. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? We didn't like it, so we dipped. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, the, the, the issue with this, and y'all might be wondering where the fuck is Will going with this, is um, it shouldn't be that way. Like, there shouldn't be privilege. We should just look at it as equal. I shouldn't be looking at it as a white-owned and a black-owned business. I should just look at it as two businesses. Let me see what he's got to offer. Let me see what he's got to offer. But it shouldn't be that way. Uh, it, it should just be equal. Like, and yeah, no, equal is not fair, yada, yada. No, everyone should have their fair fucking shot, period. You shouldn't see me before you hear me. You shouldn't see me before you experience me, right? And when I say see me, I mean the color of my skin. You shouldn't have that initial judgment. That shouldn't exist. I could be just as good as the man across the street. You shouldn't refuse to use my product or use my goods or come check out my business just because of the way I look because you have this innate fear shouldn't exist. There shouldn't be an easier trust. And it's the same with black folks. Right. But like we, our society has been built to this way to this point where we have to support each other because for so long, we all we got was a thing. You understand? Like we all we got. That's a black folk rally cry. Like, how many times have black folks said, hey, man, I got you, bro. We all we got. Mm. You say that because it was true for so long. It still is. Mm. Right? Like, it just it just is. So, when we try and talk to people about privilege, that's part of it. Like, when we try to talk about what we're fighting for still, what's so important right now, we don't want to be better. We don't want to be superior we just want to be equal. We just want our fair fucking shot. And honestly, right now, we don't get that because of the way we look. That's wild because we're still human. We all got 10, 10 fingers, 10 toes for the most part, unless you're born with you know a couple extra, a couple less. Two hands, two feet, two eyes, one nose, two ears, a head to carry everything, some arms, Shoulders, unless you're born without a shoulder, that's weird. But our bodies are structured the same. We just we just human beings. Then the day the only difference between us is male and female, and then even that line can be blurred sometimes, right? <laughs> so I was <laughs> go there. But I'm just saying, like, really, we just humans. Like I said, like there there shouldn't be so many crazy different identifiers and tags and labels. We we did that to ourselves a long time ago. And then we just got weird about it. Mm. Like we just got weird about it, right? Like it, it we just it. Somewhere when you say lines and tags, what are you referring to? Lines and tags: black, white, tall, uh, you know, fat, ugly, whatever. Lines and tags. You know where that came from, right? I mean, okay. honestly, we got this the scientific system where you classify things, and if it's not classified, it's looked as as an alien or a monster, something that shouldn't be there. So therefore, if you can't put it into a category, it is wrong. Mm-hmm. And that it it came from, I don't want to say from science classification, whatever, whoever came up with that classification system, that's, that's where it came from. You want to know something? You know why children are the best, man? Children are super pure. When you try and teach a kid, right? And if, I'm, I'm going to use the reference for you guys, but y'all know the show. Archer is my pet, right? And he is what? 
a dog. He's a dog. And if I was trying to teach a child what Archer was, I would call him a dog. He's a dog. If I was teaching a kid the word dog and what a dog was, and I said, all right, little boy, what's that right there? And I pointed to Archer. And he said, dog. He said, dog. What would we do? Clap for him. We clap. We celebrate. And we move on to the next lesson, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We wouldn't describe Archer as a lab boxer mix, dog. That kid don't fucking care. He just needs to know. He just needs to know at the core that Archer is a dog, right? Mm-hmm. That's dog. He's Archer. This Done. This is how we know it's taught. Exactly. Right? And then we move on. All right. That over there, what's that? That's cat. Boom. Cat. That's cat. Let's move on to the next thing, right? Like, we teach these things. We teach these differences that aren't necessary but they're necessary right like we taught these labels of fear and and we taught these labels of of privilege like this stuff was all taught in some way shape or form in every community it was taught to us it was it was taught to us in a system but at at its core when you want to learn something hey that's a dog man and that's going to be a dog to that kid probably until he hits like 15 and maybe has a fascination with types of dogs and then maybe he wants to know what type of dog Imagine I mean, going 15 honestly, years looking at every dog and saying, that's a dog, that's a dog, that's a dog, that's a dog. And not Golden Retriever, Labrador, Pit Bull, Husky. Remember, imagine just not knowing any of that. I granted, just, the knowing that's is, a dog for a while until you're fascinated. It's, it's the, the best way to, to think of it in this way is that it's like you're taught what something is based on. Because the thing is, the way you're taught is by what you see, right? Sure. That's how you learn. That's Correct. how you learn. You've seen it. But you didn't know how to describe what you saw because you didn't know the words and the language to describe that thing. Yes. Right. So you learned that it was a dog. Right. But you didn't know colors yet. Once you learn colors, now that's a different color dog. That's a black dog. Or right. a white dog, white dog. Or a gold orange dog, dog. Orange dog. Orange spider yeah, dog. Brown, you learn yeah. the colors. Once Absolutely. you learn these things, and that's what happens, right? You you learn. You didn't know that it was a big dog or a small dog until you learn big and small. Correct. So, essentially, all those different types of classifications and stuff like that were taught. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it was just, eh. Right? Then you, what would you call that? You would make a sound, a noise. You would mm-hmm. point at it. That's it. Yo, you ever hate anything? Yes. Why? Typically. Because it did something wrong to me. It did something wrong to you. You ever hate or anything? Or made me feel a certain way. You ever hate anything for no reason? No. Yeah, because the only time you can hate something for no reason is if you were taught. Like, that's the thing. Like, irrational hate is mm-hmm. taught. It's not experienced because that's, that's experiential hate, right? I dislike you because I experienced something you did to me that's different, right? Mm-hmm. And the problem is, like, you can hate something out of fear too. Yeah, absolutely. And but that's 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 and a tough a thing. fear fear is taught through experience, mm-hmm. um, or being like so. Fear is taught through experience in terms of you compare it to other things that scared you. Correct. So when someone tries to teach you something, like oh look at this, you're afraid of the dark. Yeah. Right. Because the dark is an unknown. 
but you've learned colors. What did it call darkness? Pitch black, blackness, right? Mm -hmm. So now you associate black with the color of what you see that you're calling, you're labeling them black. Black, you were, you were taught, was scary. So now you look at someone who is called black, whether they are black or not. Like they don't, you see, you see someone who's mixed, they call him black because he's darker, right? So mm -hmm. he's still black. But that's because of the fact that anything mixed becomes black. Now that you're taught that you're, if he doesn't look like you, he's that. Yes. Right? And now I need to ask you a question. Remember I told you I was going to ask you to read me some definitions? Uh-huh. I need you to do me a favor. Okay. Look up the definition for the color black. Because we know colors in, by nature are adjectives. The very darkest color. Owning the absence of or complete absorption of light, the opposite of white, uh, uh, of any human group having dark colored skin, especially of African or Australian Aboriginal ancestry. Uh, those, those are the two verbs for it. A noun is obviously black, the color of pigment. Uh, and that's about it. Really? Yeah. All right. So, um, what let, let, let's see what kind of words that we describe with black. Like, what about the black plague? Was that a good thing? Negative. Uh, what about black death? Is that a good thing? Uh, negative. How about blackmail? Is that a good uh, thing? Negative. Black bald. Nope. Black sheep. Nope. Blackout. Nope. Even Black Friday. Black Friday is kind of a good thing. You get a good deal. Unless you work so, in the retail world, then it's then you got blacklisted. Yes, and then if you think of the story of the ugly duckling, yeah, what color was that? Duck? It was a dark duck, right? It was dark in color. It was dark in color, and then it turned into what? White swan. Okay, and that was what beautiful, right? Correct. So essentially, now now look at the definition of white for me. Okay, Ace is preaching to me all. Ready <laughs> for this? Uh, white. Uh, of the color of milk and fresh snow, due to reflection of most yada yada yada, um, belonging to or denoting a human group having light colored skin, chiefly used of people of European extraction. Um, that's about it, yada yada. All right, so essentially, when I was looking up the definition, I went to uh, the uh, I went to Webster, mm -hmm. right? So when I first looked up. I first looked up um, black and when it first came up, you, you had mentioned the first one where it says of darkest color oh, owing to the absence or complete absorptions of light. Mm -hmm. But then we go further down and um, it says um, of a period of time or situation characterized by tragic or disastrous events causing despair or pessimism. Then we go further down. It says of a person's state of mind, full of gloom or misery, very depressed. For humor, presenting tragic or harrowing situations in comic terms. Full of anger and hatred. Uh, we look down a little bit more. We got the, as the noun, black color pigment. And then if you look at the example, a tray decorated in black and green. Now, what got me the most was when you look down at... Black, where it says black clothes of material typically worn on sign of sign of mourning, right? Yeah. And then 
There was one other. There was one specific things, one specific thing that I had looked at. I can't. I don't. I don't see it right now. But there was. There was actually one specific thing that had brought. Oh, here it is. Very evil or wicked, and then the example. My soul is steeped in the blackest sin, right? So essentially, I was looking at that and I was like, okay, they associate black with a lot of negativity. That's easy to associate somebody black with something bad. Yeah. Now, do me a favor. Uh, from what I understand, the original, like, Africa used to be known as Ethiopia. Like, uh-huh. it used to be known as all Ethiopia. Then I looked up the, the term, the definition of ethos. Do me a favor and read me the definition of ethos. Ethos. All right. Oh, you got to give me a minute here, man. I, I wasn't ready for all this. Um, I have it here. Okay. Sociology. <laughs> The fundamental character of spirit or of a culture, Mm -hmm. the underlying sentiment that informs the beliefs, customs, or practices of a group or society, dominant assumptions of people or a period, the character or disposition of community, group of persons. So it's essentially ethos, right? Mm -hmm. And then the word utopia, right? Because I'm I'm assuming like Ethiopia is a hybrid of the word ethos and utopia. Mm -hmm. And so I looked up utopia and down at the bottom here, it says an ideal place or state, any visionary system of political or social or social perfection. Uh Right. So I'm like, all right, cool. Ethiopia is a good thing. So I was thinking now I don't want to say, okay, we're going to take away, from black, but I do want to say because of the, the association with black, moving because you know how to say you are what you're associated with, or you're pretty much everything is by perception, right? How you perceive things, right? Yeah. So if you're if you see black and black and black and black, and you see all black with negative things, you're going to perceive black as negative, right? So if you just separate yourself from the negative, there, I was thinking, okay, well, ethos is great. Slavery, I mean, America was was built on a slave's back. So America's pretty much our country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking, okay, well, what, what about ethos American or essence American? Because we saw that black also was the essence of color, mm-hmm. right? And the essence, if you look up the definition of essence, it's actually the essential life force yeah. or life of, of needing um, or a melanin American. These are three names I was saying, okay, well, you could go with any three of those, and that's a good thing. Everyone wants melanin, right? That's why people sure. tan. Get a little I bit. mean, so here's my thing, and, and you know, I'm going to disagree with you in a sense. Uh, I fully embrace being called black because we're – Sorry, I couldn't quite – Shut up, Siri. Uh, <laughs> because we're not black, right? Like, we're, we're brown of skin. Mm-hmm. We're not black of skin. But we own black. You know what I'm saying? Like, we took black and made it our own. I don't care what the origin of, who wanted to call us black and why, blacky, darky, whatever. We took all that shit, we grinded that shit all up, all that negativity, and we said, yeah, we got that. And we've been owning that shit for years. And black is is now beautiful. And black is power. And and just black. Like, you just say it and I feel great. I feel... So great saying I'm black. I can say I'm black, y'all, and y'all understand, like, 
I am. I will never be embarrassed by the skin that I'm in. And if I ever had a choice, I'd never fucking change it. I'd go back and be black every goddamn time. And I encourage and I anybody, you if you that. ever had a fucking chance, please be born black. Because black is the coolest motherfucking... Man, black is black, bro. Like, I, I just love it. Like, I I can never change because I, I've, I've embraced what I am to such a high level and degree. And... and and just like I, I love it, man. Like I love being black. Black community, like just, just everything about it just resonates. Just dopeness. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, black is dope. Like black is just fire. It's finesse. It's just, it's just so fucking cool, man. And and it's just powerful and beautiful. And at the same time, like it's it's rebellious, but it's it's strength and it's it's character and it's smarts. Like it, it's everything to me. Like I love it. Like okay, so I can't I can give it up. That. You feel me? Like, I see that perspective because now, I've I've been able to rally around it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's not negative to me anymore. So and 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 now I love it. You see what I'm saying? And it I separates see what you're us. Saying. But from that perspective, you could say the same thing about the N word. You could, and I feel the same way about. But the we N-word. don't let them say that. But we let them say black. You're right. So because there's two sides to that coin, and because black was a it was still meant to be a derogatory term. You're not wrong, but black is now just a it, it's it's a label now. It, you know, we have colors now. We have black, we have brown. We, you know, they call people yellow. They call people red. You know, they call people white. They even call they call us of the. I'll use your terminology: black, red bone, and yellow bone. Yep. Uh, and we don't really use red bone and yellow bone but anymore. But that's mainly because of the fact of the hue of yellow or the hue of red that you had in your skin. You're right. And even then, we took it and embraced it, right? We put that as part of our community. People don't use that no more. You know what I mean? And people don't use black in a negative way anymore. People still use nigga in a negative way. You see what but I'm they still do use black in a negative way. I just listed all the reasons how to use black you're, in a negative way. You're listing black, how it can be negative. But black is also empowering. We know that. And black still has very great meaning. And without black, the other colors don't fucking exist. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Black is everything. Black is the foundation. I love being black. I'll take that all day. Even though my skin is brown and a motherfucker, I'm still black. You feel me? And that's different, though, than the word nigga to me. The word nigga to me is is so different because as much as they tried to make black negative, black never felt negative. You feel me? Nigga did. During the times of segregation, it did. Yes and no. During the times of segregation, it was just a label, right? Black and white. But they made it so, like, you didn't want to be black. They even made black people not want to be black. Sure. I get that. But nigga was worse. You understand? Like, Nick, the word nigga then was so different than it is now. You see what I mean? Like, Calling me black was just a label. You didn't you didn't want to call me brown, so you called me black. You wanted to you wanted to make fun of how dark my skin was. Sure. But we took it and we owned that. And we took nigga and we owned it too. But you didn't use nigga because of the way I looked, right? You didn't use nigga as a as a label because I looked like a nigga. What is that? What does that even mean? I look I look the color nigga? Like, no. You used it as truly just a derogatory term. You feel me? 
But it had to come from, I don't even know where it came from. To be honest with you, we, I don't. We don't have time to go into the 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 full depth of the word nigga right now. But black was just a description, right? It was a bad description, but it was a description. We own that. That's easy. Nigga was not a description of a look. You feel me? That was just a negative word. That was just a, that's like trying to call me subhuman. So I'm going to call you a nigga. That's where that, that's, that's a lot of that root. You feel what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. You're not calling me black because I'm subhuman. You think I'm subhuman because I look black. That's different. You feel me? You were calling me a nigga because you refused to call me a human or a male and something of that nature. And that word is different to me calling, but being, being called black. So by having that there, right? The word, both the N word and black, they made. No by one using made the black, word black. They started using the word black. Well, they, they made the word they, nigga. They yes. created up. The, when I say this, I mean they wrote the the definition for this for that word. Sure. Right? So essentially, with that definition being able to accept it as it is, you can, can you can make it connect with whatever you want. They could have sure. did it the other way where they put it where black means pure and holy and all that. Uh, they absolutely could. But they didn't because at the time that they did write that, right? They didn't see it that way. And you're saying that they still see it that way, or you're saying that it can be associated with bad things? It can still be associated, associated that with way. bad things, and and that's subconsciously it is still viewed that way. That's the reason why it was. Ta- that's the that's the part of the systemic thing that I'm talking about. Using that is what implanted it to be able to do the further things to do to where we are right now. Mm. No, I don't think that's just black. Like, just just black didn't make that a thing. Racism did, right? But black was one of those small stones that you put in there to yeah, build the to build the brick in the mortar. I'm not changing black. I want to be you black. You're I'm not, not changing change. black. You I'm can't gonna, change black. I'm going to make them accept me, a black man, accept black. Not. I'm going to stop calling me black now. No, fuck that. We passed that. I've been black for fucking years. You're going to keep calling me black now. For years too. I, yeah, I've been a nigga for years. I've been a nigga for 32 years. That's different. You're not going to stop calling me black and start calling me African American. No. You're going to start calling me black and equally appreciating me as a black man as you do a white man. Period. Because you're going to appreciate me as a man and a human. I don't give a fuck. Like, you, you, like I'm not, I'm not going to change what you call me. No. Like, you want to get rid of everything, then that's all you like, sure. But th- I don't think you're ever going to get rid of that label anymore. Because that's just so instilled in a society. I, don't, I want you to know that I'm black. I want you to call me a black man. But I, don't, I want you to call me a black man equally. Not negatively. And yeah, you could say, oh, well, they could call you a positive nigga. No, you can't. That's different. We, use, we say we use it as a term of endearment. We absolutely use it as all kinds of terms in our community. But that's our word. That's our clubhouse word. You can't have it because we took it and made it our own. We could use nigga negatively. We could use nigga positively. We could use nigga in any way we want to because that's ours. We took that. We made it our own. That's a win. That's a victory. That Nigga is a victory for black folk. I don't agree with that. I do. Yeah, I, I know you. It's you, my, you, it's you, my you, opinion. You're saying that, but like to to me, the word "nigga" is victory for black people. It's a word that was used to try and oppress us, make us feel bad about who we are and ourselves. We took it, 
And over the years, we made it our own. You ask anybody from that time, they're going to tell you not to use that against your own brother. Nope. Because I know niggas that feel differently. You feel me? Because I grew up with them. My great, my great uncles, my grandfather, niggas that sat in at the tables and got hosed and attacked by dogs. Niggas that changed the word nigga and made it an empowering word. They were part of that chance where they said, let's make it our own. You understand what I'm saying? I know a whole lot. And that nigga's always going to be the, the N word. Nigga, that's always going to be a word of conflict. Right? And some people say, yeah, well, why don't you get rid of it? No. Because too many people fought hard to make that word our own. In my mind, that's the side of the fence I'm on. Side of the fence I'm on is too many people fought way too hard to take that word and make it our own for me to just let it go away afterwards. For me to let it be taken from them. Because they fought to make sure that that word was ours. That we own that. That was their victory. You feel me? There are some who will feel differently. Mm-hmm. And yeah. sure. That will, and, that will be... I, and, and, I will, and you're I will entitled be one to of those, feel that way. And I understand. But the thing is, the reason I say that is because of the fact that if... And if I was fighting for a, a ripped up, like I had something that was, I don't even know, it was a, something of a childhood that I had, and it was a bad childhood, I'm not going to fight to keep that doll. Yeah, but we don't use it as a bad word. It, it's not, it's that we took the negative out of it and then put it into our community. And now it's just a, it's a noun. We can use it for everything. I mean, I understand that, but most of the time that you hear the word used, it's used in a negative sense. Most of the time I hear it. Not true at all. You ain't never heard me tell you. That's Ace right there. That's my nigga, man. Or you ain't never just... Look, that's the... So, that right there is one of the terms of endearment that I've heard used in. But most of the time that I hear people use it, man, that that dumb nigga over there, this... You don't know what that nigga did? Like, is all of it in my... From what I heard... Most of the time was never, most of the time was never really only in greetings mm-hmm. when we first said, what's up? That's when I hear it as a term but of endearment. Every other time is just the way you used it right there. That's our own language. Like that, that shit makes me feel good to know that that's our language. Like that's our code word in the club. Like that's our clubhouse code word. And I, that makes me feel safe that I know I could use that word with you, but it can't be used by somebody else. Because we own that. We took it as a bad thing and we made it our own. We still might have made it our own bad thing, but now it's a taboo for the people who created it. You see what I'm saying? That's a victory in and of itself. That there's still people who refuse to say it because of the negative kind of... That's a victory because they know that lesson. They know why they shouldn't say it because it's bad for them. That's a victory to me. Like, I, I see that as a win. That's a positive thing to me. And it might not be the same for you. And some people might not understand me and hear me. But some people do. And I think I that's okay. That. And I don't think There's we need to get rid of words. Absolutely. There's always going to be people on both sides. But the word nigga is the smallest drop in the motherfucking pond compared to racism. Right. You feel me? That's the smallest drop of the pond. I ain't worried about the word nigga. I'm worried about a whole bunch of other shit. I'm worried about police brutality. I'm worried about the fair treatment in corporate workplaces. I'm worried about, you know, the fair treatment when it comes to wages. I'm worried about all kinds of fucking things. The systematic fucking, you know, depression that, you know, 
some some people and minorities are being put through. Like, I'm worried about how we get treated when we try to fucking vote. Like, I, I, I ain't worried about the word nigga, man. I love that word. But that's at the bottom rung. I, I, I understand at the bottom now, like, but it, it was the top rung then, and that's what le- that's one of the big, the small drops. Like, it's like a small drop makes a large wave, right? Eventually. A small drop makes a large and wave. It did. So essentially, that's that w- what, that's I know it's a small drop now, but but that wave was ridden already. I think we've crested the wave of nigga. Probably in about forty five years, nigga probably be gone. Right? Like we might stop saying that, but it's like we stopped saying. Uh, um, I don't know. I wasn't alive, you know, fifty thousand years ago. But I'm sure there's some phrases that we don't use no more. It'll be gone. But it's too close to us. Like, uh, it, it's it's just like we talk about slavery, right? Like, slavery is very close to us still. Like, people still, mm-hmm. like, people forget how, how, like, we're not that far removed from segregation and slavery. Like, we're not that far removed from that right now. Like, yeah, like, like racism doesn't go away quickly. But it should be going a lot faster than it's been, and we just been letting shit happen. Now we, I think we, I said we was gonna talk about some fun shit, but we've just been preaching for about a fucking hour, and now we ain't got no goddamn time. Um, I blame you for that. I, I mean, it's my fault. It's your fault. It's our fault. You know what I mean? We both own that because you know it's our podcast. Um, let's real quick talk about some fun shit. Let's let's have some fun real quick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was having too much fun. Lost my pen cap. Uh, let's talk about some fun shit real quick. We done with Black Lives Matter. We'll be back next week. I'm sure we'll talk about this because this is going to be the topic of discussion for probably about a, ever. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> so look to get real woke. Let me ask you something. <laughs> <laughs> so summertime is coming up, Ace. Right? Well, we're here. We're in the summer. It's 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 June. Must we're, say, we're it's in the coming middle up, of summer, uh, right? <laughs> but we haven't been let outside yet. But we're getting very close to being like officially let outside. Now, let me ask you. Here's the problem. I missed spring. So my wardrobe is fucked. I feel like everybody missed spring. Spring just turned to summer like it did that last Quick year. Quick as fuck, because we was all inside. We didn't notice that the weather was changing, right? So we went straight from summer, uh, straight from winter right into summer. I don't know how to dress right now. You don't know how to put clothes on? I do, but like I feel like I just want to put on like... I still <laughs> want to put on like jeans and a cardigan and go outside. I'll fucking melt. Yeah, especially now with all the humidity. Right. Like, I don't fucking know how to dress right now. Like, right? Like, I don't, like... I don't think a lot of people know how to dress, to be honest I, with you. But, like, you know me. You and I, we like fashion. We like to get dressed and look good. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just don't know how to dress. Like, how am I supposed to dress right now? Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, bro. Because of this quarantine, I've been looking bummy inside and outside, And outside, bro. right? My wardrobe <laughs> fucked up, right? Because I, I didn't get a... T- I, I didn't get that spring experimental buffer. Because, you know, like, spring... Is cool enough that you can get away with like the summer clothes, but you can still throw on like a hoodie, a rock cardigan up the top. But bro, we just went straight from cold as fuck to hot as fuck. How am I supposed to dress? Like, is it is this a year for shorts? Are shorts back this year? Like, what's fashionable? Well, I mean, I'm wearing shorts right now, and I think shorts is. Never went out of style. I mean, it's just like the kind of shorts. Yeah, but like, what, you know, exactly. what, you know what else thought I haven't seen in a while. Quarter short, the quarter pants. Oh, capris. Three quarter pants. Yeah, the, the, the capri. Yo, the ones I used to rock them capris, all the time. Bro. Yo, I don't be seeing nobody rock them joints no more. Them yo, joints is going. 
You know um, what's weirdly coming but, back in stock? I was going to say, guys wearing short shorts, not like the booty shorts, but like the ones where it comes halfway through your thighs. I like them. That's coming back. Yeah. Like, like, that was like, I'm actually rocking them joints. Shorts I like about them the knee, man. Yeah. Shorts about the knee making a comeback for guys, and I like it. But you know what I think it is, though? And somebody's going to laugh at me for this. But see, you and I both like to wear skinny jeans, too. And I think the summertime slim equivalent. <laughs> yeah. I think the summertime equivalent to slim fit and skinny jeans are shorts above the knee. Yeah. They yeah, absolutely are. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just like a, it's like a weird, like, it's not a, like what you're comfortable with as a dude, but it is, right? You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> yeah. like. I, I used to think that. <laughs> I used to, I we all used to think skinny jeans were weird until we put some on and we was like, hey, these look kind of fucking good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Honestly, tell you the truth, man. I said, I remember when I first saw somebody wearing skinny jeans, I'm like, I ain't ever going to wear that shit. I don't wear skinny jeans. Trust me, I don't wear skinny jeans. I swear, I wear slim fit because, like, if I wear skinny jeans, bull, my chicken legs, yo, they ain't gonna look right. They're gonna be like, oh, damn, yo, his legs don't even touch. Nah, his legs don't even touch. <laughs> I mean, and and me, I got some skinny ass legs, too. So, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I wear them, and I just look like, you know, I don't know what I look like. The skinny jeans, yo, I'm gonna tell you right Ice now, I'm, I, I can't rock skinny jeans because my calves too small. So, I don't do the skinny, the skinny jeans. I need... If my calves were a little bit even, like like if you were wearing the slim fit, then I'll wear some skinny jeans. Uh-huh. So I wear slim fit where the bottom part of my leg kind of look like the top part of my leg. So it's just <laughs> straight, you know what I mean? People can't see you got it, little ass It can legs. taper in a little bit. You know, it tapers in a little bit so it doesn't look awkward. Like, oh my gosh, why and is the leg like, a straight line? So here's the thing. Like, I want to start rocking overalls, maybe like the overall shorts. Bro, you told me at the last time and I told you then – don't wear that them. shit. I, I keep trying to bring them back, and you just keep shooting me down. So that's out. That's out. I, I just nah, can't bro. wear them. I mean, okay. it's already look. We we already got the you know the uh, the what what do we call them shorts again? Above the knee shorts. We already uh-huh. got those, uh-huh. right? Yeah, what's wrong with some above the knees? You know me like? rocking on above the knees onesie dog like that's that's what well, so that's, that, that's, that's weird cute outfit though like that, that's that, cute that's for like if you want to go surfing or something they ain't for, surfing yeah like those swimsuits that come above the knee and then get the short sleeve things is a bodysuit that's uh, what that is oh uh, you talking about like a romper what? i'm a talking romper? about what that is don't the rompers got the little the the the, the straps on it too nah a romper is just a that's one for, piece. That's for chicks, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, romper's for chicks. chicks, chicks the, one, the romper for guys is overalls. With short, the shorts, <laughs> overalls. I don't want to hear all that. <laughs> so what you're saying is I'm not allowed to wear overalls. Because, like, I can't wear, you can like, wear shorts overalls, overalls if you have a long one. Or just no, make see, one listen, long and one short. But... I am six foot eight. I'm too tall for regular-ass overalls. See, now, that's a lot of denim. Then do it where it goes just below the knee when you do the overall shorts. Nah, you don't man. do above the knee shorts and the overalls, bro. I can't do that. Nah, dog. Don't right, do that right, shit. So I ain't going to do that. <laughs> I think I own a pair. I own a pair. Yeah, they in my closet. I do. Yo, I do. But yo. I can't do that. I shouldn't wear them no more. Yeah. Not above the knee. If you do it, but, but like below the knee, mid-calf, that's fine. Like okay. that would look fly. Okay. But if you put that shit above the knee, bro, I'm going to be like, yo, what the hell is you wearing? I can't even cuff. Can I cuff them? Like I can get some long ones and cuff them. If you cuff them, yeah, but you cuff them just below the knee <laughs> or midway through the calf. Like, <laughs> All right. All right. What about Birkenstocks? Because Birkenstocks is making a comeback. I, I, I mean, we were talking about colors before. There's some <laughs> white people shoes. I'm just saying. Nah, everybody wearing Birkenstocks now, man. I personally, 
I think Birkenstocks is ugly as fuck. They is. That's why oh, I said. I mean, if nah, y'all don't know what Birkenstocks it. is, they like the Jesus sandals. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody yeah. would call them Jesus sandals in the hood. But them, them the Birkenstocks, them ugly ass sandals. If you wear Birkenstocks and you offended by this, I don't care. Them Jones ugly as fuck. Like I'd rather wear Jordans on the beach before I wear some motherfucking Birkenstocks. Bro, I wear the flip flops, bro. And they, yeah. you know what? Here's the thing. They used, slides, to try, they used to they used to try to clown me for wearing the slides with the socks, right? Flip flops and socks, no, all oh, day, right? Hey, that was my shit always that rocking day. that. That's what you yeah. see. Anybody in the hood who go outside with the regular shorts and they had the flip flops and the socks, that bro. You, that's how everybody knew you was an athlete right? back in the day. If you had slides with some socks, we knew you was an athlete. Like you can't if you came to the court in ball shorts, a beater. And then you had some slides with the high socks. And you had your sneakers in your hand ready to You're ball. You're getting picked for sure. first. You you can hoop. Like, that's hoop attire. And then, like, you, that's just athlete What are attire. these called? Birkenstockers? Birkenstocks. Whatever the heck these girls are called. They the, the white people version of the slides with the socks. And the reason why I say that is because, remember that time I told you I went on a cruise and I was like, oh, this chick was wearing these Jesus sandals? That's yes. the fuck she was wearing, wearing bro. I didn't know what they was called, though. I'm like, look at that. It look dorky. Oh I'm God. not like, like, white and nerdy, so let me stop. Oh, my fucking <laughs> But he wore that in that. Yeah, he, he wore it in that. wearing Birkenstocks and that shit, white and nerdy. So, Birkenstocks are out. Um, slides with socks. I'm down with that, bro. Okay. I don't care what nobody else say. The slide of socks is fly. Yeah, just don't wear them out, like, to the store and stuff. But, like, if you wear them, just, like, on the back patio or something. Like, I'm cool with that. Um, overalls. They out. Bro, you live on a farm? Me. Huh? You had a farm? You live on a farm? No, no, I don't live on a farm. Ain't nobody wear no damn overalls, bro. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out, like, what I can wear. Like, yeah, if you, look, if you want to wear. What about short sleeve button-ups? Short sleeve button ups, is that a thing this year? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Hell yeah. That's like that's what I was wearing last year and this year. Like okay. and the thing is you can get the fitting ones too, you know, with the, the, the athletic fit where you mm-hmm. got it give you that V shape. Oh, well, you know, it's been a little uh it's been a rough quarantine, so I don't got the athletic body for the fit. Bro, right here's now. my here's my secret for my tip for you. This is this is this is a pro tip here, okay, right? Pro tip from Ace. If your chest is bigger than your stomach, mm-hmm. you look good in a shirt. Okay. Cause it just goes straight down, you know what I mean? Yeah. It goes straight down. You can't see if the stomach is fat or not. You okay. can't see if you don't got. Yeah, abs but I or want not. people to know what I'm getting in. The, the, the getting into it. They gotta see my stomach. I, I need. You I to mean, see you this. want them to see your stomach to go ahead and Rick Ross with the 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 button oh, up open. open. Just leave it open. <laughs> so like now, what if I do short sleeve button up with like a V neck shirt, like T shirt underneath? What the what? What's the point of that? You don't need the V neck. It's too high for that. Yeah, but okay, all right. I mean, you're like going to be sweating like, a tank like crazy. Or like a beater underneath? I mean, it, the, the tank. I ain't trying to go you, chest to shirt. Like, if I don't you want to like do that. a V-neck, I the need V-neck. A buffer. Look, I'm going to tell you I'm gonna tell you right now. If you want to do the V-neck, the V-neck is fly too. You can still do that as long as, you know, it goes with. Yeah, obviously, the, you know. You know. And then, the I, 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 honestly, I wouldn't do the beater. Okay. Unless you underneath. button it up. Like if you buttoning it up, yeah, yeah, and leaving just the top two buttons, yeah, like, you got at least at like least the like top quarter, two to like three buttons up, like a quarter open. open. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have if a quarter open. If you leave those open, or third, then you can have a beater on. Okay, right. But if you is going to leave your shirt all the way open like the Rick Ross style, mm-hmm. don't wear a beater underneath that. Just have my belly out. That's ratchet. Just instead, just have my belly out. Yeah, that's better. Okay. You know why? Because that makes sense. Okay. Because you're showing your height. If you open the shit up and have a shirt on underneath, 
Take if the fucking shirt, shirt off. Then. It's an undershirt. Like and, it's but much the thing thinner. at that point, you're doing it because usually when you see somebody with a shirt open, it's because of the fact they hot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So if you're hot, you opening the shirt. Why the fuck you wearing a shirt still? Take the joint off. There's no okay. point. So then just wear the beater. Exactly. Yeah, but I don't like that. Then don't like That's I said. Not a shirt. You go, then you button it up. Okay. Leave the okay. top three, two or three open. <laughs> This has been Summer Fashion with Will and Ace. Um, so this has also been Season 2, Episode 20, <laughs> Worlds Are Spinning. Uh, let's get out of here. We, we could go for a long time, but it's been an hour and a half. Uh, we should probably just wrap this up, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Why not? All right, you know, well, I was going to say, what about socks, though? I know that's a thing. Hey, a, socks are my thing, bro. Like, yeah. th- th- there's no debate. There's no discussion. I'm always going to rock socks. Now, if you have fly socks like you're wearing right now, can you still do those with the slides or are you only doing with the... Uh... Now, here's the other thing. Do you do socks like you got on right now? With high tops, with them pulled all the way up, or only with the low tops because it look fly. I do them both style. All both right. style. I can do them both style. My legs is long enough that I can get away with high tops looking like low tops. You, know, you feel me? You feel yeah. what I'm saying? I got long ass ankles and calves. You know what and I'm if saying? you wear dress pants, do you cuff them so you can show off the socks? Absolutely. That's the biggest. That's the biggest flex. You cuff them so you can see the socks, and you cuff them because I'm always wearing a nice pair of shoes with them. Or do you get? Like I, I see people do now that they used to do is get a shorter length pants so that it automatically will show the socks. I am six foot eight. Every pants is shorter length pants for me. I'm all legs. My so head- then do you have to cut dress dress pants? I'm talking about dress pants, not jeans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dress pants. And I'm using my do dress you pants. Cuff the dress tailored. pants. They, I usually get them tailored. So you get them hemmed the right way so I can show off a little bit of sock. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you get them, and then you cuff them anyway. You know what I mean? You get a good cuff in there. You get them to a good, you get them hemmed to a good cuffing length. Okay. You know I didn't know saying? that. I never you know cuff my um, my dress pants. I always just now, got them a little bit shorter. Cut. It depends on the cut of the pant. Because some of them, yeah, you get them a little bit shorter just to show it off. But like for me, it's harder because I'm all legs. So them joints already usually short. Then you take it up too much, and the crotch gonna be weird. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got to get it right. So that's the, why I usually wear shorts, baggy, baggy clothes. Well, yeah. That's one reason. You get the crotch. You don't have a can have a crotch rig. You know what I'm saying? But um, anyway, this has been season two, episode twenty of Worlds Just Spinning. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, uh, make sure you follow us on all social medias at WJS Podcast. Even if you don't like what you're hearing. Man, follow us anyway. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll make you like it eventually. Absolutely. You're going to hear something. Stick around. Like. You're going to like what you're hearing. Um, you know, we appreciate you guys stopping by as always. Uh, as usual, shout out to the gang. Um, most of the I Am Gaming family. Shout out to I Am Eye Candy on Mixer. Uh, I Am Sriracha. I Am Nicole Fury 7. Um, I Am Slap. And, and, you know, everybody in the gang, everybody's always showing support and love, man. We always appreciate you. Thank you for coming through. Harry, shout out to you. I really hope to see you next week. The fans want you. Um, and we want you back, man. Come on out of quarantine. Um, hopefully the world is open so he can come out of quarantine. Um, anyway, Ace, anything to add for the people? You know me, bruh. Boom goes the dynamite. Boom goes the dynamite. Be